Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Like a lot of women come to me like, how do you know, you know, if it's, if this idea is going to be like the one for you? Like, I know I want to start my own thing, but I'm not sure if this is it. And I think it's really important just like ask yourself the hard question that like, can you wake up on your hardest day, like feeling awful, you haven't paid yourself in a long time and like things, everything feels like it's going wrong and still believe in what you're doing and be super passionate about it. And I think if the answer is yes to that, then like go for it. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Oh, My name is Lisa. I'm a mom. I almost said I'm an entrepreneur and a brand builder. <laughs> That's your part. And mine is, ugh, I'm a mom. And, ugh, I'm, I'm a, a wife. I'm a mom and I'm a wife. And sitting across from me is Olivia. And who else? <clears throat> who cares? She's being cute right now. She's fine. She's being a loaf. Okay, Olivia, introduce yourself. This I'm is, Olivia. This well, this is weird. This is all flipped around. You know how I don't feel about change. Um, I'm Olivia. I'm an entrepreneur, brand builder, content creator, and I have a little nugget on my lap named Elbel, who's being very sweet. And what's your current obsession? My current obsession is camping. I love camping right now. It was so fun the other week. This was pre-24 hour flu. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had fun. I didn't we didn't stay the night. <laughs> so it was... So you were so hanging out outside. So if a tree falls in the forest and you don't hear it, did it even fall? Um, we were hanging out outside. Yeah, for a long period of time. Honestly, go me. Um, glad for it. Are you going camping again? Yeah, probably. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Krista just asked me if I wanted to go with just her and the boys because that's going to be out of town. And so maybe we'll do it. You should. Bring a knife. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. Maybe oh, dang it. <laughs> Just one thing. No, you'd be fine in a campsite like that. There's so many people everywhere. Yeah, I think I would be, but like Zav does so much of everything for me. Yeah, like starting the fire and doing all the stuff. Like everything. And I and oh. Krista would do it, but I would feel bad. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, She Krista. would be my husband. Yeah, that would be fun. I know. I was thinking it would be fun to go somewhere and do like where there's like rock jumping or like hmm. bungee you can like walk to bungee jump oh, but like you're camping so awful. uh what's your current oh, obsession same to you um my current obsession obviously cruella um i mean come on you, i've been waiting for that movie for literally two years i have a screenshot from the original cover of that movie from two years ago i've been waiting for it that long the original cover yeah, it, like it didn't end up being the cover. It was like it was like a what is it called when they're it's not the cover, it's like a mock up. Mm. But there's like another word for it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, it was so good. Yeah, it was so so. Was good. it actually really good? Or? Oh, I'm gonna pretend like I don't like Disney right now. I'm gonna okay. explain it. Well, Arturo said it was the best Disney movie he's ever seen. That's crazy. And it didn't feel like a Disney movie at all. The only time mm. it felt like a Disney was when she would like laugh like Corella because there obviously are still bits and pieces 
She doesn't skin any puppies like everybody thought. There was nothing like that. It was in the 70s and it was an origin story and it was so, so well done and like aesthetically and the way it was filmed and the story, they did such a good job with it. It wasn't like what you think at all. Well, but Cruella, uh, the original Cruella did skin puppies, right? Technically, yeah. Okay. But but the new one, they're not going No. So like 101 Dalmatians. Right. You know, and yeah, no, they didn't do that. That's and good. she would like make a joke, you know, uh-huh. um, but the whole beginning of it, like everything was super. I would I would watch it. I think you would actually like it. I have a thing with Emma Stone and I don't know what it is. I just have a thing. Okay. Well, either I way, the movie like, was good. I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Well, I love her, but even if you guys don't really like Disney or whatever, it was very, very well done. And mm. I am obsessed. Like the the wardrobe was insane. Like the oh, what she I would was wearing and like based in the seventies and like oh it was it was so good. It was so mm. good. Anyway. Um my silver lining. Oh, okay. Let's get to the silver lining of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Slow your roll there. Did I talk about my 24-hour flu yet? Yes, last week. Next. I, I, I thought I talked about my AirPods. That was the week before that. Jeez, where have I been? Wait, what did we record know. last week? It was the intro for Brit. Oh, yeah. So that was right after I was sick. Um. Okay. Well, let's see. What else? I've been potty training. So basically like the 24-hour flu. <laughs> <laughs> it actually hasn't been that bad but also because we're just like kind of winging it and so we don't really know what the expectations are so what are ex- just get him to do it whatever I guess yeah I mean he's peed on the potty a few times he went poop a few times that's good yeah <laughs> he has this chart and so he gets really excited because he gets to put a magnet down whenever he does a certain thing okay and so it's like um <clears throat> I wiped and flushed, I peed, I pooped, or I said I need to go potty, or I sat on the potty. And then another one is I washed my hands. And um, he doesn't touch anything when he goes on the potty. And so honestly, I haven't really been thinking about, like, washing his hands. And, um, I mean, I have a few times, but I he's already done with his magnets by that point. So I'm like, whatever. He'll figure it out when he actually, like, is touching stuff. Um and so it was funny because my sister was using our bathroom the other day and she gets out. She goes, Bear really needs to wash his hands because <laughs> everything else is filled out okay, except funny. for him washing his hands. That's really funny. I'm like, yeah, he probably does. <laughs> you can teach him. Dang. That's funny. And uh, sounds terrible and also kind of fine. Yeah. But it's it's like it's just another part of parenting. It's like, oh, yeah. well, there's poop. It's just so not a part of my life. <laughs> so far from it. So far from my life. I mean, you have a dog. It's not that different. Yeah, but it's my mom's dog. So whenever she does anything, I'm like, mom, <laughs> in the hall. Uh, she's not mine. Um, okay, well, congrats to Bear. I hope you can bear with it a little bit longer. Don't. You did one earlier. What did you say? Uncanny. You made an audio joke. So one for one. <laughs> um okay so my silver lining so last night everyone picture this i'm in my room just do my skincare so tired tired olivia oh want to go to sleep but i'm gonna watch one episode of the amazing race while i edit a photo i've been wanting to edit wow so excited get a glass of water 
let's go in and fix my pillows like I always do. Is everyone here? Is everyone here? Are we still going? Okay, fixing my pillows because I'm weird about how my bed is. And I pull my body pillow out and I look on my pillow and there's a spider behind the body pillow, which means it was on the pillow for who knows how long. Hours, days, years. I don't know. Well, I've washed my sheets, so not that long. Um, so I see it. It sees me. It hears me. It whispers to me. I know you I sleep here. here. And then I go, oh, I know. I know. You know I sleep here, too. So I grab a Kleenex like the adult that I am. And I go, I am going to squish this spider. Well, I got cold feet. The spider won. <laughs> So it starts crawling and I don't know what to do. I start to panic. So then it crawls behind my pillow. And at that point, he's gone. It's gone. So I run into my mother's room, like any logical 28 year old. And I say, mom, you got to get up now. There's a spider in my bed. And she just rolls her eyes because this this happens every summer. Another reason 385,000 that I hate summer. And she comes in. Spider's gone. So... I sit on my floor for the next hour, staring at my bed, going, couch, bed, couch, bed, couch, bed, couch, bed, because I didn't know what to do. I ended up in the bed, and let's let's be honest, the spider could have been, I could have been sleeping with the spiders last night. It could have crawled, thankfully I wear earplugs like a weirdo, but it could have crawled up my nose. It could be in my brain right now. So my silver lining is, I don't know if there's a silver lining, other than that I hate spiders more than anything on the planet. I just saw a TikTok. Well, this girl who got a massive tarantula. Okay, tarantulas don't scare me as much because they're bigger. Um, so they bite. Yeah, and they're fast. I saw one in Haiti that came in into our room. So fast. They're so fast. It freaking like crawled up her body, and she's like freaking out because it's the biggest tarantula in the world, and it's like this big. Gross. Bird she's spiders like, are bigger. I'm so afraid. Wait, bird spiders? So bird what? Bird spiders in Australia? They eat birds. Eat. Birds. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that um, Australia is hell. Yeah, bad joke. I was gonna say Australia should burn, but too soon. It's only been a year. Um, yeah, I don't know why people live in Australia. I mean, I get it, like Bondi Beach or whatever. There's nice places, but like warm weather places. I mean, I can't even do cockroaches in Southern California. It's just. Cockroaches are oh, gross. Oh, disgusting. I just don't get it. I'm so thankful I live up here. I mean, there's cool things about Australia, according to my sister. But <laughs> at the same time, it's not even what you think it is. It's not like you just go to the beach unless you like live in Sydney. You know what I mean? And then, I mean, they see kangaroos and stuff like in the bush or whatever they say. But it's not I'll like back. how you think it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So sorry for anyone that's from Australia. If you're from Australia and you're listening to this, can you message us and tell us the things you like about Australia and then tell us how often you see deadly creatures? We're literally not going to get any messages Probably your listens from Australia. Okay. Anyway, so. If you're listening from Australia, just tell us why you're here. I mean, there's things about here that are probably if you're not used to it if you grow up in australia you're used to things you're used to seeing bigger spiders or like for here we're used to seeing like deer or black widows 
Black widows are poisonous. Which I've only seen like two in my life. Really? We get them at my house every year. My mom has to spray. Not inside, but, yeah, but all around. Live, isn't it? You said you live by a creek. Yeah, the creek is brings, down there. I think yeah. that's why we have so many bugs. But my mom has to spray hardcore. And I, we, I see black widows all the time. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, there are certain things. There are snakes and stuff here. But I think people in Australia are just like used to the terror. <laughs> they just like they get um desensitized no i was gonna say they love the adrenaline rush because they don't have they don't have disneyland so that's what it is for them again we apologize they don't have so what? deeply because they don't have disneyland oh and any country that doesn't have disneyland is they, just, they need an adrenaline rush somewhere somehow that's how people get so an adrenaline they, rush they yeah. go on peter pan's flight and they're like woohoo <laughs> look <laughs> at that castle man my adrenaline <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, anyway well no. okay um okay so is that everything sorry monica so on today's episode we interviewed monica watson who's a friend of ours from eugene and she started her own skincare business and is a mom and she just has so much good stuff to offer us as far as like parenting and how she decided to pretty much completely switch her life around when um, she started getting some really bad health concerns and then cystic acne and um, decided to go simple. And that was like really inspiring to just like, I mean, if she could see my drawer full of skincare products, she would be like, yeah, get rid of most of that. I know, right? (laughs) You don't need most of that, which I've just been using her products lately and I've been loving the outcome of my face. It it feels very balanced, honestly. No, totally. Yeah, it was really good. We talked a lot about skincare. We talked a lot about business, starting your own business, all the things. Um, We're going to give you guys a code and that's going to be in the show notes below so you guys can get your own Berlin Skin Care. And also we're going to do a giveaway. So stay tuned for that um, because honestly... Even just having this stuff on your bathroom counter looks so good. So know, just imagine so how it feels on your skin. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. So let's shake it up with Monica Watson. Hey, shakers. I just wanted to pop in here really quick before we start the episode and tell you that we had a little bit technical difficulties on the show today. The audio is not 10 out of 10 like it usually is. Our intro was going great. And then for some reason, before I started the the interview, my computer decided to freak out a little bit. So we kind of talk about it in the show today. You live and you learn. Sometimes things just happen. Um, You can still hear us. You still hear the entire conversation, but it just doesn't sound like it normally does. So I just wanted to let you guys know that it won't be like this every week. We just had a little bit of a hiccup. But all in all, it's still an amazing episode, and we hope you guys enjoy the show. So let's get into it. Uh, We are here with Monica Watson, and we're so excited, the founder of Berlin Skin. And I have a very important question for you, which I did post on my, don't say, oh, no, I posted on my stories, but I asked her to the matcha mask. It has to be edible because it's so, it smells smells so so good. good. And I'm just wondering, I mean, what would happen really if I had a little taste of it? <laughs> probably nothing, but you would probably be disappointed because okay. I feel you. It's, it smells good. It smells like a vanilla matcha latte. You yes. want to eat it, but um, you're going to probably be let down. Okay. Dang. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. Won't, I won't do that after. So but... then my next question is, are you drinking matcha right now? No, um, but I am drinking green tea. 
and it's almost a hundred degrees out and I'm drinking hot tea. So I don't know what's wrong with me, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big tea drinker in the morning. It's, uh, I drink mate with oat milk. And then in the afternoon, I usually do like ice matcha with honey and oat milk. Mm-hmm. So you're not a coffee um, gal? So I have drank coffee since I was probably 14 years old. Um, and I just recently started kind of getting like caffeine headaches. And so the beginning of this year, it just started affecting me differently. So I cut it out, which was awful. <laughs> like the withdrawals are so real. Um, and I love the taste. Like I love the ritual, but I've tried to create kind of the same experience with tea. Um, and I just feel so much better. And my energy is like way more level, uh, all throughout the day and I don't get the headaches or anything. So I love coffee. It just like, doesn't agree with me as much anymore. But you don't get that caffeine high. There's caffeine in tea. I, I think that's untrue. Cause I used to always think that too. I think it's like, it gives you a little bit of a jolt, but it's not like the high, high and then mm. let down. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel more level throughout the day. Like I have energy all day long. Sometimes I can't um, believe that we drink coffee because it, it just feels like I'm actually like high off of a drug. Sometimes I'm like, I've had way too much. <laughs> yeah. It's, not it's good. intense. I mean, <laughs> well, that's how I felt today. And I'm like so anxious, but I was sick for a while. So I wasn't drinking any caffeine. And so today I just had a normal latte and I was like, yeah, I should have just had like one shot of caffeine that or one shot of coffee and that's it. Cause like my body like wasn't prepared for it. So the rest of my day, I'm like, okay, I need to like keep eating to make sure I regulate. (laughs) Yeah. That's real. And drinking water for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like whenever you're really young, you always hear older people be like, yeah, I can only do decaf after three and I'm like oh you're so old and now I I am exactly (laughs) like that and I can't do two cups and I'm just like my heart like literally starts to freak out like I had to go to the doctor one time she's like oh that's caffeine I'm like oh that makes sense (laughs) makes sense yeah I know I know it's it's rough getting old but here we are in our 30s I think well we're not in our Uh, maybe you guys are you're not oh okay never mind 20 not yet seven 28 I'm 28 yeah well, well, it'll be fine. Lucky you. <laughs> so Monica, you, you have a child. Yes. <laughs> I know that you keep a lot of stuff private, so I don't know like how much about him you want to keep private as far as name and stuff, but you have a little boy. Oh, no, sorry. Um, yes. John Fox. Oh my gosh. Okay, good. You can say the name. name are you so, so cute. We were going to name our second son Fox. And so when I found out you had John Fox, I was like, oh my gosh, that is like the best, like one name after another, like first and middle name. And I would only call him John Fox ever. Um, yeah. Like his name will never be John to me. It will always be No. Yeah. Um, no one calls him John. <laughs> I love yeah, it's, that. It's always John Fox. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Um, so the only thing for me is I wanted Mav's middle name to be Fox, but you know, Zav. He wanted his first name to be Fox and for him to only go by Fox. And so then I felt like his middle name, like no matter what it was, wouldn't have ever mattered. And I was like, well, how cute is it? <laughs> like, like we knew when you had John Fox, we're like, that part goes like so well. And Fox is such a special like middle name. And he wanted the name so bad. And I really didn't want it so badly as a first name. <laughs> I actually had to negotiate like three major things. That is so stubborn. He's you know? so stubborn. <laughs> yeah. And so I 
was curious because um, you started Berlin Skin before you had John Fox, right? Yes. So we're celebrating five years this summer and John Fox is like two and a half. So how was the process of introducing a child into what you already had going on? Yeah, that's a good question. I well, by the way, if you still want to name a future child Fox, I am all for it and not even possessive of names of any kind. So oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fully supportive. I would be stoked. Well, we were even the only thing I was like, well, we have a bear. And then if we have a fox, mm -hmm. everyone's going to be like, oh, what's your like third child's name going to be like bird. <laughs> and it's like, well, actually he really wanted birdie as a girl name. So I'm like, you know, we just got to cut it out. Oh, that's cute. And so, yeah. um, you know, later down the line, I told him he can get a fox so that it's like cut up <laughs> okay. a little bit more, but thank you. I appreciate Thanks. that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So actually when I had the idea for Berlin skin and was deciding like, I'm, I'm going to start this. I'm going to go for it. Um, I knew a little bit about what it takes to kind of build a business and that it's, it takes a while years until you kind of get things going off the ground. And my parents have owned their own business forever. So I kind of grew up in, in that sort of environment. And so I've seen the ups and downs and, um, my whole career up until starting this. And even in the first couple of years was in like advertising and marketing. And so really, uh, working for agencies and like video production companies. So really like high pressure, lots of hours situations. And I loved it, but it was just so wearing on my, my body and mind. And like, I was just, I was always working, um, just not a lot of time for rest. And so when I had this idea, the vision for like lifestyle wise, which was to like build it up so that um, at some point I could have the own flexibility or my own flexibility to make my own schedule work from home if I needed to, but for my family to be the priority instead of like work and then family. And, um, at the time, like kids weren't even on our radar. I mean, we, we were married for seven years before we, um, had John Fox. And so, but I, I thought that at some point we would have a kid. And, um, I think there's like, looking back on that, there's a lot to say about, um, like planning for the future and just like saying those things out loud, because I just started saying, it. I was like, I'm going to start this so I can be like a healthy, um, not overworked, overwhelmed mom someday. And now I'm able to like do exactly that. Um, which I'm, I'm so thankful for. It's such a blessing. And obviously I have Michael, my husband, who's really supportive and all this, but it's really cool to, to look back, you know, five years ago when um, I wasn't even like trying to get pregnant or anything, but seeing like the future and the vision for like what we wanted our life to look like. And now like basically living in that whole thing, like I'm not wanting for anything in my life and it's a really cool place to be. What was the process of, I mean, just starting? Cause I mean, that's like a really daunting thing. And I feel like a lot of times when you're maybe like have a good job or stuff is going on. I mean, first of all, a lot of people don't understand, but then going into it and being like, no, I want to start a skincare company. I mean, that's like a really big thing. And so like, what were those first few steps of starting and like getting the name and the branding and all of that? Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. I almost gave up in those first like six months because it was, well, now in 2021, a lot of people are like starting skincare brands, especially like organic lines and, and their own beauty brands. And it's a lot easier to do now because there's a lot more resources out there. But even five years ago, it was like, 
I guess I'll just Google search for like 40 hours a week and try to find partners who can help me make this reality. Um, the one part of the business that I had expertise in and that I had um, really talented people in my corner in was in like the branding, packaging, um, like website design, like photographers who helped sort of make the brand look beautiful. But when it came to like formulations, um, production, like distributing, shipping, all those things, I just had to like figure out everything on my own. And um, there's a lot of like gimmicky companies out there that are like, you too can start your own brand. And I had to just like weed through all of these companies that were just like a bunch of BS. Um, and I ended up finding someone that could help me like right here in Oregon, like in our backyard in Portland, basically. Um, so it was perfect. But it was a lot of like frustration beginning because I felt like I was a little bit unqualified to do what I was doing, but I'm, I'm really glad that I didn't give up. And there's been so many moments since then. It's like, you guys know, just having your own thing where you're like, is this really worth it? Do I, do I want to keep doing this? Because it is a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of grind. There's a lot of things that you have to figure out and no one's keeping you accountable except for you. And you just have to like, believe in, in what you're doing that much or else you will give up. And a lot of people ask me that too, you know, like a lot of women come to me, like, how do you know, you know, if, if, if this idea is going to be like the one for you, like, I know I want to start my own thing, but I'm not sure if this is it. And I think it's really important. Just like ask yourself the hard question that like, can you wake up on your hardest day, like feeling awful? You haven't paid yourself in a long time. And like things, everything feels like it's going wrong and still believe in what you're doing and be super passionate about it. And I think if the answer is yes to that, then like go for it. But you have to just think about like, those lowest low points, which inevitably come in running your own business. Um, and hopefully, you know, there'll be those high highs too, but, um, there have been so many moments from like that first time of trying to figure out how to start this thing to, um, pretty much anytime we try and go launch a new product, like something goes wrong. It's like laughable at this point. It, it feels like there's almost like pushback to what, um, we're doing, but if you can like push through, um, at least for me and my experience, it's, it's so rewarding and so worth it. Where did your passion for skincare come from? Is that something that you've already, you had like growing up or was that like a new thing for you? Yeah. So my whole family is from Berlin, Germany. So my mom, grandma, great grandma, all of them. Um, so my, those are sort of my roots and all growing up, my um, grandma specifically, her name's Uta. She's hilarious. Like as German as it gets can like party me under the table um, it's always dancing super fun. Uh, she was the one that would be like, Hey, you just gotta, when you are taking care of your skin, like don't overcomplicate things. If you're using a couple really good products that like aren't stripping your skin's barrier, that's all you need. Like don't, you don't need a 12 step routine. And, um, you know, you don't really listen to your elders advice until you need it. And so, uh, my early twenties, I started breaking out really bad with like the deep cystic acne. And now I know that it was like really hormonal, um, but it kind of came out of nowhere. And it, it, um, from that point, like started this two year long journey of having, um, actually when we kind of first met Lisa, um, like I was just having really, really bad cysts that like wouldn't go away for two or three months. And so I started becoming really passionate about just healing my skin, especially from the inside out and then using more, um, plant-based products in my skincare routine. And really when I went back to my grandma's advice for caring for my skin and internally my body, like 
following a holistic lifestyle and keeping things simple, um, it like immediately was like night and day changed my skin. Um, and there was a lot of other things like going on too. I mean, we can get into it if you want to talk about it, but I just became so passionate because I wasn't getting answers from like a traditional dermatologist. And like, I would see everyone in estheticians, like get facials twice a month. I was like, you'll pay anything when you have bad skin. Like, I just want to fix it, like help me fix it. And I, I couldn't get answers from anyone. They're just like, yeah, that sucks. Um, like here, try this pill or try this, like super harsh treatment. And I tried everything under the sun and like nothing was working. And so, um, that's sort of where the, the passion stems from. And I know for people who have experienced this, they know this, but it, if you haven't had cystic acne, it's really, um, painful on like a physical level. Like it really hurts. Um, and, but it's like painful on a emotional level too, because you don't want to leave your house and it's embarrassing and you feel not beautiful. So, yeah. Did you grow up before you said your mid twenties, you started going through all of that? Yeah, it was like my, I was probably like 23. That's so wild. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, is that called, is that adult onset acne? That's is when that, my skin started breaking out too. Really? When I was in my 20s, That's yeah. so crazy. Cause I, I feel like it's, you know, the whole story about like, yeah, I started puberty and then I got acne and then yeah. a lot of people go on Accutane or whatever it is. And so it's crazy to hear your story of like, when you actually like simplified your skin routine, that's when, which is really cool because as you're describing your products and the way, um, your like grandma described skincare to you, you can actually see that in your branding. And I know mm. she really wants yeah. to get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you have the most beautiful branding ever just touching on that real quick. Oh, thank you. And then, um, what were you talking about when you're like, if you want to get into it, because whatever that means, I do want to get into it. Like, I want to know the nitty gritty. I want to know, like, you know, what got you to the point of like, really wanting to like care for yourself. And I think that we, like, when you were talking, I think I had some sort of like dim, like pop-up memory of like talking about, um, like, I think I was going through my IBS stuff and, um, it was when I was dating Zap that I was having my worst like inflammation and then moving to Eugene. And, um, I think we had some sort of shared, um, stuff in that field. Does that sound about yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So when my skin was at its worst, so was my gut, um, and my hormones and everything like going on internally was showing up in my skin. So, and again, like this is stuff that I just started to like tune into my body, be like, okay, because I don't take no for an answer. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. Like whatever's going on, like I'm going to like figure out how to heal my skin. And so the biggest thing for me, oh, and then like, um, like I had like awful anxiety at that time Mm -hmm. too. And like our body is one ecosystem, you know? And so if one thing's thrown off, a lot of times it can affect enough, it can affect other parts of our body too, including our skin. And so, um, I took my IUD out. And like the next month I didn't have any new breakouts. It was like night and day. Um, I really started like researching and focusing on, um, my gut health. Um, so like we talked about IBS, like that's been something that I've struggled with. So working in like probiotics, following a certain diet that didn't like inflame my gut. Um, and then just lifestyle stuff too. Um, like getting like mentally healthy again, and just like doing the work, that I needed to do for, for myself to get there. Um, and it was so encouraging when I was like starting to see progress really quickly. 
um, after like years of trying all this other stuff that people were telling me and I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to try these things that I feel like are off and based on like my own research and what I feel like my body needs. And it's like, if we allow our body that space to heal, it actually can heal really quickly, which is so amazing. Like our body knows what to do. I think we just need to put those like tools in place in order to give it like the environment to thrive. So, um, yeah, like at the time I didn't realize how much was off in my body, but as I started to heal, I figured out like, Whoa, like I'm off in so many, so many different areas, including my skin. Um, was that just you turning, tuning into your body or did you have like a doctor tell you like, Hey, here's some things to like, take a look at, or did you like know anyone with the same experiences? I mean, I had talked to like some of my friends and stuff, but no, like I never saw any like natural paths growing up. And now I'm like all for natural medicine. Like I'm, I'm a huge fan for myself and my entire family. Um, and like, I, I think that that should be like our first go-to instead of like a bandaid. Um, but if you can get to like the root of the problem and figure out what that is, um, uh, with your doctor, like that's, that's the better way to go in my opinion, as opposed to just like a drug. And in the same breath, I'll say this though, just cause, um, I've dealt with like some autoimmune stuff in my life. I do think there's a place, um, for like Western medicine and drugs. And that can be like a great option. Um, if in that time and place, that's what you need. And so I'm a fan of both, but after everything that I've been through, like my first go-to is like, can we figure out what's actually going on? Like the root and like try to heal from there. So I don't know if I exactly answered your question. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of it was just tuning into my, my own body and then like just doing my own reading and, and research. And, um, and it like bums me out that I had to like struggle for so long and, and figure that out. I wish there were more, um, like resources out there and that like in growing up that we were taught more of that, like even in school, you know, um, to be intuitive and like our eating and how our body's feeling and when we need to sleep and what stresses and all those things. Like I, I wish that I had learned more of that growing up because it wasn't intuitive. It is now, but it wasn't intuitive for me um, when I was struggling with all this stuff. So I'm really passionate about it. Did you know by subscribing to our podcast, you will get immediate access to our episodes every Tuesday? It'll give you a notification so you don't even have to think about it. You can turn on these notifications on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. While you are at it, rating and reviewing the show takes less than a few seconds. It bumps us up on iTunes and gives us a shot to grow our community. It means the world and we read every single review. If you're listening to the show and you love hearing our voices every single week, we would love to hear what you think. Whether it's your favorite episode, what you want to hear from us or maybe some stuff we need to work on. We are super open to it and we would just love to hear what you guys have to say. And while you're at it, DM us, hang out with us on Instagram and join our secret Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. We love to talk to you guys. We love to hear your thoughts. And honestly, we love to see it when you share our episodes. So today, share our episode with the friend that needs a little bit of help with their skincare because honestly, there is so much valuable advice in this episode. So share it on your story. We'll make sure and reach out to you and subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much, and let's get back to the show. Um, I want to backtrack just really fast. You know, I was going to about business stuff. Um, but so you you say you don't take no for an answer, and it sounds to me like you research everything and you figure it out, and you're just gonna go for it. Which obviously, 
has a lot to do with your successful brand. So did you go to college for anything? Do you go to college for like, are you an esthetician or for business or anything like that? So I am the worst at school. Um, and Preach it. I mean, I'll, I'll get on like any soapbox that you want, but this is one of them, just like our education system in general, like was not tailored to um, me in the way that I think and the way that I work. And it just like didn't set me up for success. Like the public school system, I think needs so much work and uh, just like our, our education system in general for kids. And I think it's a lot about um, testing and I'm just like awful at testing. And with, when you just base everything on testing, it's like, you're just working to get that grade and you're not actually necessarily like taking that knowledge and learning it. And so, um, I did go to college and I like worked really hard to get my associate's degree. And then I was like, I'm done. And I actually got offered like a fire job, like this amazing job. Like as soon as I got done at this, um, amazing design agency. And from there I was like, all I need now is experience. And I know that I can go get any other job from here. And I think what, you know, in the conversation about education and stuff, what isn't taken into consideration, and I really realize this now in um, like hiring people and then like for the agencies that I work for and like managing other people, like what you can't take into account with, um, with just like your schooling is emotional intelligence. And are you like able to work with teams? And are you able to work with people? It's all those like X factors that you have to really have to succeed just in the world as a person, but to like have a really successful career and job. And um, at least, at least in the spaces that I've worked in, I know, like, if you're going to be a lawyer, or a doctor, things that I could never do, you need a certain amount of education and like a certain brain that that I don't have. But um, outside from like, those sort of niche careers. Um, I just feel like our, our system doesn't take all of that into account. And like, are you a, a compassionate, like empathetic person, all those things that really play into like your success in the workplace. Um, and you know, a lot of those are taught like in your upbringing, a lot of it may, maybe co can come natural or it's like learned, but, um, I just, I wish there was more of that being like a conversation in our, in our education system. So to answer your question, that was really a long answer. Um, I'm really bad at it. school, really bad at testing. Um, but I do love like learning mm -hmm. and I love, um, learning about things that I'm really interested in and like gaining new knowledge. I'm a huge reader. Like I'm always reading books. Um, and so, yeah, so same went with like skincare when I started becoming passionate about skincare, but no, I'm not licensed esthetician or anything like that. And I've learned a lot over the years since launching the brand too. Mm -hmm. Well, I have great news for you. We're the same person. It might not be great news to some people you ask, but everything you said <laughs> is got my associates almost. I mean, I was going for political science. That's just another story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm the exact same way standardized testing. I, oh, I could just go off about it. So everything you said, hundred percent agree. Um, but I mean, that just reminds me so much. I was having a conversation with somebody, um, I film weddings and 
she was like, I just really feel like I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I mean, no one knows what they're doing. Nobody is qualified. Everyone's an imposter. Most people are just pretending. Like I just pretend Mm -hmm. most of the time. So I would love to hear you talk a little bit about like what you said at the beginning, like you didn't feel like you knew what you were doing. You were Googling stuff 40 hours a week, but you were making it happen, which is what everyone should be doing who wants to have a business or basically do anything other than like you said, I mean, if you're a doctor, like, please go to school, but <laughs> I, I would love to hear you talk about that and like, just, you know, get people excited because this is how it can happen for people. And I know you're passionate about it. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, some of the most intelligent people that I've worked with personally, and like, don't have that piece of paper, like that four-year degree or that master's degree. And, um, I was just telling like the girls on my team, cause another girl, who, who's on the Berlin skin team is her name's Sarah. And she's like the smartest woman I've ever met. Just like knows numbers and like, no, but knows marketing and sales and all the things that like, she kind of fills in the gaps in her company. She's amazing. But, um, we always talk about this, like, man, like I just sucked at testing and like all, all the like X factor things that you can't test. But I was telling her how I, we were talking yesterday about like, Oh, did you, um, did you take driver's ed? And yeah, I did too. And, um, I was telling her how, and I had forgotten about this, but I was like about to fail driver's ed and my parents paid probably like 500 bucks for it or something. And I was trying so hard, but like the testing was, was difficult for me. And I like took my driver's ed, uh, teacher aside. And I was like, you're going to pass me. I have worked so hard for this. Like I've, you know, done all the testing. Here's the things where I went wrong, but I knew the answer to that. And, um, like, I'm, I'm not going to get it wrong on the road. <laughs> and he passed me like what I, I, I don't know. That was probably like super wrong of him, but I like <laughs> talked him into passing me. And that's pretty much how I got my way through high school too. Like I was like class president. I was always involved in leadership. And I think it's just like the charisma that I had and like the people skills that I had to learn to kind of make up for like areas, like where I was lacking. And I think a lot of it's just like street smarts. and. Um, So I think there's this like thing where it's like, if you really want something bad enough, like just stop making excuses, you know, and like go after it and like convince whoever you need to like convince to make it happen. But I I don't know what you were, I don't really remember what your question was about when you were talking about your friend. Um, Oh, like the imposter syndrome, like for sure. Um, Like if you were to ask me like 20 years old, if I could ever start my own business, the answer would be absolutely no, because it was so intimidating. And I would look at like people in business who had built these big businesses. I'm like, I think I could work for someone like that, but never like do that on my own. Um, And yeah, at the end of the day, a lot of us are just like figuring out things where we go, especially if you have like a startup or new business and you're learning and growing and it's all part of the process. But um, you, you really can do anything. Like if you, if you want it that bad, like I, I truly believe that. Um, you can literally read any book in the world about having a child and then you have a child and you're like, okay, I'm just going to wing it. Like you, you're literally taking, and that's the same thing as having a business. Like you ask another parent, like, how do you do that? Or like, how, how do you, and they're literally like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, if you want to take notes, you can take notes, but like no one actually knows like whether they're doing what they're supposed to, but 
luckily we can just like keep this thing alive and keep it going. And that's kind this of like thing. a business, <laughs> this thing, <laughs> but that's, mean, I'm like relating it toward the kid and yeah. a business. So like, you just like, you gotta keep breathing air into it. You just like, you know, you make a mistake. Okay. You got to take a step back, like apologize. That's the child thing. And in business, you yeah. take a step back and you reevaluate and you're like, okay, it's like trial by fire. Like most of the time it's failure. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I guess I won't do that next time. Yeah. Might, mm-hmm. I'll forget. Yeah. 100%. Well, you learn so much along the way and, um, and then you can learn from your mistakes too. And that's been true for, you know, my business the the whole way. And I think the thing is like, if you really want to do something, you have to start at some point. And the same thing, like Olivia, you were saying like so many people, uh, like I have people in my life that have like been talking about their ideas for like a decade since I've known them. And I want to be like, you got to just start. Like you can do this. You got to just start. And there's this quote by, I don't know who, but it's like, if you're not embarrassed by your first iteration of whatever you put out there, then you're starting too late. And like, for sure, first iteration of Berlin skin, like (laughs) photography and stuff, like no one needs to see that. Like it's, it, I hope it's not on the internet, you know, but it's like, if I, if I didn't just take that first step and be like, I'm doing this, it's not going to be perfect. We're going to get better. Um, it's like, you can, you can always make an excuse on, on why you're not going to do it. And so I'm a really big believer in just like, take that first step, put yourself out there, write it down and make it happen. Um, something that you were saying earlier is emotional intelligence versus like mental intelligence, um, which is actually kind of the same thing, but different. So as far as like being intelligent, as far as like actual smarts, I don't know what that would be like called. Book trying, smarts. Like book smarts. smarts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess like street smarts is kind of the <laughs> other way. I say this every time I have memory problems after having kids. Like I have the worst, I can't like think of words. Um, and it's so wild because I was just talking to another person about this and they were saying how they were like driving it into their children. Um, like how important, like emotional intelligence is because that's actually what's going to make them the most successful. Cause they can be as smart and capable, like book smarts as, as the school system or as much as you can teach them. But if they don't have, um, the like intelligence of like how to speak to people or how to like carry on conversations, you're not going to be successful, very successful in life. And you're going to live an uncomfortable life. And I think that's where like anxiety can come in. And this was also in the midst of like, um, talking about like, like pretty much parenting in our day and age where a lot of children are just on their phones all the time and they're watching TV Mm -hmm. all the time and you're not putting them in communities. I mean, we're unfortunately like raising children in a pandemic as well. And so like, how do we keep community around them and other children and making sure they're having conversations and making sure they're even like making choices for them to learn from and to grow from, um, and not just like being, like afraid, like behind the screen and making decisions that they can't even be held accountable for. Um, and so it's really cool. Cause I feel like you're speaking a lot of into that about even like how you, uh, were successful as far as like, I don't know, like fooling people like through like high school, like you're a president, you had your charisma and that's how you can go through it. And that's so weird because I was like that too. I was vice president in my school. I was, I'm like, so not smart um, book smart, but I definitely knew how to like convince people that I was like enough and that I could do it. And 
I knew I had something in me to like get like forward. And that's really interesting because as I read like child psychology books and I'm like trying Mm -hmm. to think like, how do I not mess up my child as I raise him, them? (laughs) Um, I, it, I'm kind of just thinking about how I try to remember that as far as parenting and um, instilling confidence in my children to make their own decisions. And so I'm curious for you, like from what you've learned, um, even like in the school system, like what are steps that you know you want to take or that you have taken to like give John Fox that confidence and like things you want him to see you doing to like carry on? Yeah. Well, I think you said a lot of it and what you just said. I mean, that very much aligns with me and my parenting style. I mean, the first thing, like the, the screen thing is like, I'm, I'm really, really strict on it. It's, it's pretty rare that it's not like we do like a daily show. Um, it's like a special treat. So I recognize that he's going to grow up in a world where there are screens. That's just a reality. Um, but Michael and I've decided like, we want to show him like a healthy relationship with screens where there's not always a screen either on his face or we're not always looking at one because I love what you said, even just like about like raising children in communities. It's like, that's how it was. Like it was up until, you know, I guess the television, television was created and we started having screens in our face, but that's what people have been doing for thousands of years. And I really, really believe in that. And so, um, some other things that, that we've done is, uh, well, we live on like a farm. (laughs) So we moved back to Oregon to be around, um, our family and our community. We were living in San Diego. And when we had a child, um, we realized that we didn't want him to be raised like outside of, um, like we have a big family and like a really supportive community here in Oregon is where our roots are. And so, um, we are doing kind of like the homesteading thing. Uh, he's always, I mean, I'm out in my garden every afternoon and he's with me. Um, so we're, we're outside like pretty much the whole day, which I really believe in too, like just letting kids be kids and explore and like pick things up and smell them and put them in their mouth and all the things. And, um, because he's an only child, like he has cousin time, like three or four days a week. So he's with other kids that he can interact with. And, um, and then I mean, I don't know what's going to happen when he's school age, but we'll probably choose some sort of like co-op or like Montessori type learning where they are outside and like, um, have those same sort of values, but I, yeah, every, everything you said, like very much aligns with me. And I'm just thinking like the reason that I was the way I was, um, like those stories about high school and everything is because of the way that my parents raised me and same thing. Like I was always outside and like, my dad was always like speaking truths over me about who I was like as a person, um, like where my confidence came from, who God says that I am. And I just believed all that stuff. And so even though I was like maybe convincing people like I'm awesome, give me a C so I can pass this class and graduate high school. Um, like I actually really believe that stuff about myself. Like I'm not trying to convince myself either because it's um, just like the positive things that my parents spoke over me. So I think that's another thing that I want to adopt from just like my upbringing into to John too. And so whenever I drop him off at like, um, you know, like a grandma's house or anything, like just, to, I just like sit him down and like, remember, like, let's be soft and kind. And he says it back to me, you know, he's like only two years old, but he goes like soft and kind and just means like, like gentle and kind. And like, that's the presence that we're going to take out into the world. And, and already like the kid, I mean, this isn't 
I can't take credit for it for this. It's just like who he is, but like he spreads joy wherever he goes. It's just like amazing to see that a child can, can do that, especially in like this past year where everyone's like fighting and just like spreading hate. It's like you, you take your two, two year old around and like he can make people smile. And so just trying to like cultivate that and not um, like suppress any like natural abilities or like giftings that he has, but just like really let him be like who God made him to be. So I, I don't know, Lisa, I'm like trying not to mess him up either, but doing the best <laughs> I can. <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a good job. I know. I, I think it's so wild. It's like, while you were talking, just thinking more about it, like how the world I feel like wants to put kids in a box and they want to put people in a box. It's almost like they just hand you a box and say, go fit in this. Like, don't be different. Like you need to get mm-hmm. these grades. You need to look this way. And if you don't win at your football game, like we're not going to be proud of you. And it's like this weird idea of like, like you were saying, like your dad instilled in you that, you know, you're beautiful and wonderfully made in the image of God. And that's all you need to know. And my mom was always the same way. She's like, Hey, you suck at testing, but you're smart. And I always <laughs> just remember that even in college. So good. Yeah, I would fail. And I would go to my dorm and I would cry and I would call my mom and she would just be like, you're just not, you know, you can't take tests, but you're so smart. And I think um, I was listening to this podcast. It's a Disney podcast because I'm a weirdo. And it was like these parents who said that their kids started a podcast without even asking because they said, um, you know, if our kids can see us doing something we love, they're going to want to do that because by doing, um, it's way more powerful than by saying, which kind of goes along with the people that always say they're going to start stuff. Um, but I'm, Hmm. I'm curious of how you're going to instill that in John Fox by you are a working mom and a woman and you have the successful business and he's going to see that, but what other things are you going to try to instill in him if he wants to start his business? Yeah. Michael and I always joke. I'm like, cause Michael's a, my husband's a recording artist and, um, he, he's really talented and amazing. I'm like, yes. Like John Fox loves playing his little ukulele. I'm like, yes, do music. Cause like, I'm not musical at all. <laughs> like, like no musical bone in my body. And like, please like be a musician. That'd be amazing. Like fall in your dad's footsteps. And I was like, no, you can play music, but you need to go start a business and make money like your mom. <laughs> and so, um, and so I, yeah, I think just like Michael and I are both creative in different ways. And we're always like, Michael's always playing the piano in his studio, um, writing songs. And he brings John Fox into that. I always have girls here in the HQ working and we bring John Fox into that. He knows like my employees names and he's, it's not like a closed door. Like he's invited into the things that we're just naturally doing in life. And a lot of them are creative. And so I think just like letting him be creative too. And, um, I try not to say like, we try not to use no a lot, unless it's like you're running across the street or like really being super disobedient. And it's like a hard no. Um, but like, if you want to go do something or try something, um, like, obviously if it's like dangerous, I'm going to like, like steer you a different way, but like, yeah, what, what is this bug? And like, let me tell you what it is. Or like, yeah, do you want to go dig in the dirt? Let's like go dig in the dirt. Um, where I think, you know, the opposite of that would be like, that's inconvenient for me that you're digging in the dirt and making a mess. Um, and so just like letting them, like when I say letting them be kids, like, that's what I think of just like letting them be kids. But I think, you know, when he is old enough where he wants to like do his own thing or like start his own podcast or YouTube channel or whatever it is that he has an idea for, like the answer is yes. Like, unless it's an unhealthy thing, like, yes. And let me help you. Like, let's, let's do it. Like, let's make it happen. And, um, I think just like, no, like being able to like fail at things, 
like, oh, you have this. I did so many like random ideas and stuff before I started Berlin Skin. Like Berlin Skin wasn't my first idea. Like I've done the most random crap in my life and just like ideas that I had that like maybe didn't stick. Um, but I hope that he has that same sort of creative mind on like, oh man, what if, what if I tried this? And like, yes, let's go for it. Let's do it. And eventually, you know, when he is old enough to like have his own career, maybe he's an entrepreneur, but maybe he works for someone else in business, or maybe he's an architect or something, but that creative mind can translate into so many different industries. And I think it's like one of the most, um, attractive tools, just like for me, like being a hiring manager, if someone can be creative and they know how to problem solve on their own, like those two things are, it's just one, it's like hard to find, but like, those are the type of people at least that I want on my team. Mm, So good. Um, so kind of speaking on like, you know, how you like build your life and, um, kind of just like John Fox is like pretty much a part of your business and a part of your life. I feel like you have like a really good ecosystem of like everything flows very well together. Um, I really want to talk about your post. I told you, I wanted to talk about it. I was like, wow, I've never heard something so like spot on as far as like my own thinking of like, like family and business. And then like, to what point do you keep going? So, I mean, first talk a little bit about what the post exactly was and then like your, like what that means to you. Yeah. I, so my post was about, well, first of all, I love business books. I love like self-help motivational books. I've read a ton of them. They're really um, motivating for me and like being an entrepreneur and being a smart like businesswoman. So I picked up this one a couple weekends ago and um, man, I don't want to like throw this guy under the bus because it's kind of a popular book, but it was basically like all about winning, like getting to the top, being the best in whatever you're doing. And uh, like, no matter what the cost, no matter if relationships or your health are the cost, like um, because like winning is like, like has that much worth on it. And, um, I like, I made it halfway through the book. I was really trying to like, give it a chance. And I just like ended up tossing it. And I was like, I don't believe in this. This doesn't align with me. And I can't believe that people are still buying into this because there was a point in time, probably like, I guess maybe a decade ago, um, where I would have totally picked up that book and been like, yes, like I want to win no matter what the cost. And I do think that's like a natural, um, like that's my natural tendency too. I'm like very goal oriented and I like, like setting goals and meeting them in all areas of my life. I've always been that way. I've been working since I was probably like in sixth grade in my family's business. Like I've always worked. I like working hard and I think there's a lot to be said about like having a good work ethic. Um, but those two things can also be like really detrimental to my personality too, where I like work myself into the ground and then like work becomes my life and relationships take the back burner. And this was really exposed when I became a mom, like becoming a mom was life-changing for me, like in the very best way. Um, and I was really surprised by it. I was kind of like scared because I loved my career and working so much like, man, am I going to be able to like give the time that I need to a child? And I mean, from the moment he was born and you know, I know people tell you this and you like roll your eyes, but it really is true. It's like everything changes in that moment. And like that person 
is like the most important thing. And so I think my priorities shifted a lot. Um, and I actually, I walked away from, from a lot. Um, I, I didn't go back to like my day job after my maternity leave. Um, and, and I gave up quite a bit from like, I guess what, what normal people would consider success, not what I consider success anymore. Um, just to like, be, be there for my son and like be the healthiest like mom and wife that I could be. And, um, so yeah, so that, that book like definitely didn't resonate for me. And I think there's this thing that I'm like, I haven't arrived there yet. I don't know if I ever will, but it's basically this idea of like bringing rest into your lifestyle. Um, and Michael and I have really tried to like make this a priority, like the last, couple years specifically where we take, we take a day to stop every week, um, for like 24 hours. It's just like a time of rest. And then I try to take these moments throughout my day to, even if they're like 10 minute breaks to like sit out in the gra grass and just like ground myself and drink my ice matcha. Um, because like going so hard, like trying to win, no matter what the cost, like, yeah, you are going to have a divorce at the end of that. Like if that's like, if that's your priority, like and for me, it's like, there's just no comparison. I love my husband and my son like a million times more than I love my business or my goals or my ambitions. Um, so at the end of the day, it was just like, I, I felt like I needed to make that post because I just, I couldn't believe that like there's content being put out there still like that and that people are buying into it because at the end of that road, when you get there and if you do win it all and have all the money in the world and anything you ever want, like it's so empty and lonely. And we know that from so many like famous rich people, like they, they'll, they'll all tell you that that's, that's yeah. not it. You know, that's not what life is, is about. And so for me, like making less money, being less successful, um, like I will sacrifice that any day in order to be like, have more time with, but John Fox and just like a healthy balanced lifestyle and, and a healthy body and a healthy mind. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And that's something that you do every week, which is like, so cool. Like, I mean, I'm like explaining like what you do, but she like is really her and her boyfriend are so diligent about like taking their Sabbath together. And it's like, you no, know, they're focusing on each other. Like they go to church together and they like, try not to talk about it's hard. Stuff, I'm sure. yeah, it's hard <laughs> it's, it's hard it's hard because when you're intertwined with something you love so much and you know I don't have kids um so and I'm sure it would change I would hope it would change that they would be the priority but then you know you like resting and like almost like gritting your teeth and watching a movie together like mm -hmm. focus on rest it can be like it can be really hard because we do love what we do so much but especially in the past couple years like what you're saying like taking time for you every single day taking time to walk or drink matcha or whatever it is is so important because that is how you are going to be successful and I think it does come down to how you define success like what does this word mean does it mean getting all straight A's or having the fancy car or having a hundred million downloads on your podcast. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like mm -hmm. if we can impact one person. Like if you can change somebody's life with your skincare, that feels so just sad that they can't leave the house and you mm -hmm. can, you change one person. Power that. Yeah, yes. It's all worth it. That one person. And I think it's really easy to look at like, 
um, what is like this dumb quote, uh, look at the stair in front of you, not the whole staircase, but it's uh, this idea of like, what's in your, what's in your bubble, um, and focusing on that. And I mean, that's really what I'm getting from you, which I think is really encouraging because I think we all need to know that, especially women, like success does not come in how beautiful you are or how much money you have. Like it comes in the impact that you're making. Um, okay. I can't believe we're already been talking for so long, but I, we have to get into skincare. Um, but I want to talk about your skincare. Um, because I, so I want to know, let's say there's a girl who has never had any type of skincare, like uh, routine, doesn't know what she's doing, goes into the target aisle and, and wants to cry because there's so many options. That's just me. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to get. Yeah. Um, and then they go on social media and they're being like, you know, all these ads and everything, blah, blah, blah. So like, what would you tell this girl who says, I want to start and I want to like clear up my skin and I want to do it in a healthy way? For sure. That's a good question. I'd probably dig in a little bit more to like her skin and ideally want to like look at her skin. Um, but the whole idea behind Berlin skin and our philosophy is, um, that you don't need 15 products right on your shelf. Like you, you really don't need like a crazy routine. And I'm a big believer too. Like in the summer, I just made a video today. Actually, I use like two or three products in the morning on my skin. It's really, really simple. In the, in the winter, it's a little bit heavier. I layer a little bit more because I need more moisture, but I would just tell her first, like, just start with a couple really great products. So definitely everyone needs a moisturizer in their routine. Um, if you have more like oily skin, something like our sandalwood cream, which is really lightweight, um, it's not going to break you out is, is great. Um, if you have more like mature skin or worried about like fine lines and wrinkles, um, like a heavier cream can be awesome. And then everyone needs a serum in their routine. So a serum and a moisturizer, like those are my go-tos, like everyone needs to be using those two. Um, and then, you know, my other tip would just be like, make sure that you're not stripping your skin's barrier because that can lead to like premature aging. It can lead to sun damage and a a lot of other things. And so using, um, like a really gentle cleanser or just taking off your makeup and sunscreen with a like warm facial cloth at night and then serum and moisturizer. Like if that's all you're going to do, like those two things will go a really long way. So, um, but keeping it simple, you know, not being overwhelmed or feeling like you have to spend like $2,000 on getting started because you really don't. Hey Shakers, like we mentioned before, we are giving our salt and pepper listeners a 20% off code for any Berlin skin products. This is just the best. My favorite is the carrot seed serum. I put it on my face when I'm not wearing makeup or right before I put my makeup on. It gives you such a glow and the color is amazing. Also the matcha mask, it's literally the best thing I've ever smelled. It's like a snack for your face. You can use the code salt and pepper for 20% off your purchase on berlinskin.com. Now that's salt and pepper with the symbol and, and you can see that below in the show notes. Please try it. Let us know what you think. You won't be sorry. Also, we are doing a giveaway for a full set of Berlin Skin products. Isn't that insane? This is $420 worth of products. Trust us, you don't want to miss out. You just have to head to our most recent Instagram post to see how you can enter today. So seriously, don't miss out. Head to berlinskin.com, use salt and pepper for 20% off your purchase, and also head to our recent Instagram post to see how you can win an entire set of Berlin Skin products. Okay, let's get back to the show. 
So can't, let's talk to the girl who doesn't wash her face at night mm-hmm. and wears makeup because I know a lot of girls, like I want, I more want girls to feel like, Hey, this is easy. You need to do this, especially if you're in your mid to late twenties and like, it's, it's not going to be hard to set up a routine, but like, it's terrible for your skin to not cleanse it, wear sunscreen, et cetera. You got to take it off at night. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> every single night like do not sleep in your makeup um I mean if you just think about it too like if you're using that same pillowcase the next night I assume you're not washing your sheets every night like it can get pretty gnarly so um even if you're not using a cleanser take it off like bare minimum face wipe like just take it off um and I don't even use a lot of water when I'm cleansing because it can be really drying so just something that's like um, really light. If you're, if you have more mature skin, like a moisturizing cleanser, if you're more acne prone, something a little bit more foamy might be good. But again, like you don't even have to cleanse, just take it off. And then, Mm -hmm. um, like moisturize. Those are like the top two things. If you, if you're going to do anything, um, yeah, otherwise your skin can get super dry and, uh, yeah, don't, don't go to bed with makeup or sunscreen on. It makes me cringe. (laughs) I know. Okay. Yeah. So what are you wearing on your face right now? Cause you're so glowy. Oh, really? Um, well, I have yeah, makeup like on. I have makeup on. I have, um, uh, well, I just did my skincare routine actually this afternoon. I did our, uh, geranium and rose toner and our carrot seed serum and then our cocoa eye butter, which can kind of add a glow. Um, but then I have air Perez oat milk foundation on. So I use all clean beauty. Um, and they're out of, I think like Australia. Um, really, really great. And I, but I keep it pretty simple with makeup. Like I do like a SPF tinted SPF by Ilya and then, um, yeah, that foundation. So I've been wanting to try that. It looks so majestic. Yeah. But really sometimes good. I'm like, is it just cause the marketing is really good or is the product <laughs> really good? But I've actually heard really good things about the brand, which, which one the air press. Ilya. Oh, Ilya. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's really good. It's, it's glowy. <laughs> um, I was going to say I'm wearing the carrot seed serum right now. You are. I don't you know. actually look glowy. Well, I'm wearing the Glossier like the. I'm not wearing as much foundation as I normally do. Cause I have freckles. So I'm like, oh, you really can't trying. even tell. It literally just looks oh. like both of you are wearing That's great. skin. Um, but I <laughs> put the carrot seed on like, cause I work from home. So I don't wear makeup all day. Yeah. And it lasted literally until I washed my face that night. Like that carrot seed, like one pump. Oh, that's it amazing. Felt so good. And then I used like an ice roller on it and it was so great. So we're going to make sure and link everything. Um, and then the last question I have is what are some things that people should be looking out for on the back of skincare? Um, if they're, tr- cause obviously we want to go clean, but I think a lot of people have like a really strict budget too. So what are some things that people really should stay away from? Yeah. Well, you can look up if you have like a, if you see an ingredient and you're like, that's really hard to read. And might seem kind of sketchy. You can look up anything on the EWG and they'll give you a rating of how clean it is. So from like red to green. So that's a really good resource. Um, but any like heavy preservatives that are a little bit more higher on the list, which will be like a higher concentration. So if you see like, uh, parabens kind of high on the list, that might be a little bit of a red flag, mineral oils kind of sketchy. Um, and then in your cleanser, um, anything, I'm really not a fan of sulfates. Um, it's not like it's going to be like super harmful to your health. Cause a lot of these are in such low concentrations. Um, so you don't need to like freak out or have a panic attack, but, um, the sulfates are what make, uh, like a cleanser, like sudsy. 
and they can be really drying to your skin and they can really strip your skin's barrier a little bit too much, which again, like I talked about, can like lead to premature aging and stuff. So, um, I'm trying to think of like PEGs are also pretty sketch. So staying away from those, but again, there's a lot of resources out there and even, um, like places like target are bringing in a lot cleaner brands. Uh, and so if you do have like a more limited budget, but you want to go clean, it's way more accessible now. Like you don't have to buy that $300 face cream. So there's a lot more options there, um, available to you. Mm -hmm. Do you, is there, um, is carrot seed, uh, like vitamin, do you have like vitamin C in there? There's vitamin C in the carrot seed serum and then carrot seed in itself is really high in vitamin A too. So, and that, oh, that formula cool. has tons of antioxidants too. Um, and if you have like hyperpigmentation, it can help with that as well. So it's a good, good summer product. That's okay. a really pretty color. All Thanks, the colors, the, the blue tansy oh, and the matcha, the color of like the orange and the green and the blue, it's like so aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> It's, it's made for taking photos. I know. I'm so excited <laughs> to take photos of them because they're going to be so pretty. Yeah. Like, dropping it on. Okay. My personal favorite. Um, okay. Actually, this is going to be kind of hard, <laughs> but I really love your eye cocoa butter. Mm -hmm. It's well, it's versatile. Um, and I was just going to say, like, we're not even getting paid to say this. I, I actually truly, I'm like very shocked by your products. Um, not that I didn't think you could make amazing things. That's <laughs> I'm just like, wow, I can't believe like a friend of mine, like made this, this is actually astonishing. It's like really cool that I get to use these. Um, Thank you. but you can feel that it's like lightweight, but so moisturizing. So I can feel that it's like not clogging my, my pores. And so, and then I also love, cause I was like, um, just like reading to see how I can use some of the products and yeah. I love that I can use it like on top of, or in, uh, in mixture with my moisturizer. Yeah. It's super versatile. Like that's the whole point of our minimalist mind too, is that most of the products are multi-purpose and mixable. So depending on like how your skin's feeling that day or the season, whether it's like dry or oily, you don't have to like go out and buy another product. Hopefully you already have something in your lineup that can help you that day. So, um, that's so yeah, cool. that's great. And I love that you're, you're loving everything. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And then one other thing, um, okay. Your branding is part of it, but your bottles I'm okay. So I keep the body oil in my car especially right now as like, um, the weather is super hot yeah. when I take it out and I put it on my skin, it's like super warm and it like drizzles down my arm, which probably it's sounds wet. disgusting. <laughs> oh, so um, and the smell of it, it smells all the smells. It smells nostalgic. And I, for like no actual nostalgic reason, like there's nothing nostalgic. Like it doesn't bring me back to a place, mm. but I'm like, I feel like I'm in the woods and I'm a child for some reason. <laughs> That's wow. crazy that you say that because, um, I had a lady write me about our products and she said, I, when I, when I started applying them, I started crying because I felt like a child, like running through the woods or something. <laughs> Literally your oh, words. That's so weird. So it must, there must okay, be something well, in it. Then. You know, like now that so the it? black spruce, um, yeah, tree okay. is native to the Northwest. So oh, I mean, probably why yeah. it reminds me it's a wet day. Okay. This is so weird. <laughs> Ew, it's so specific. It's a wet day. Well, I, I grew up in Portland. So it was raining all the time. <laughs> I walked outside. It's a wet, wet day. 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 And I'm like, 
in outdoor school or on a field trip and I can smell the sap. Like it feels like I have like, it smells like, like sap from a tree. So that's probably like why it's giving me nostalgic <laughs> feelings. I feel like I'm in therapy and I'm getting to the root of something. Um, I love it. And it then, makes me really happy. <laughs> and then your spray pump for the toner. Oh, Phoebe was at my house and I was like yeah. spraying Phoebe all over her face, my <laughs> sister. And I'm like, you have to try this. She's like, how do you, how are you liking the products? I've been really wanting to oh. get some of it. I'm like, you need to. And I was like putting all this stuff on her face. Oh my like, you need to try this one now. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, we can give your audience a code too. So they can, they can buy oh, stuff. Yeah, awesome. yeah. That would be great. Oh, it's all so good. Okay. So I mean, um, Let's, let's ask our final question. Um, so we always like to ask our guests uh, what their silver lining is. So just something good that came from something bad or challenging at any point in your life. Um, so does anything come to mind? Hmm. Oh, wow. I love this question. Well, we, t- yeah, we, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but I mean, I've had like health struggles since the time I was 12 years old, like autoimmune stuff. And I think it's as corny as it sounds like the, the greatest struggles that we have in life, like they can sometimes turn into, um, like they can build the character in us and like really make us who we are if we use them for good. And so it's such a like big part of my story and like struggling with my health a lot through like middle school in, in high school. And I think it really like made me a compassionate person, especially for people who are like hurting physically, like I can really relate with them in that way and and go there. And I don't think I would have that type of I know I wouldn't have that sort of empathy if I hadn't like struggled physically myself. And so I'm, I'm really grateful, I guess, for that, that time in my life, I think that would be like the silver lining in who it's like made me today. Um, And just my perspective on on life and um, how I choose to live like every day, I guess, like I try to live it to the fullest, just knowing that like there are really no guarantees and like, we just got to live and, and love well. Mm-hmm. That's, so, That's good. so good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This tell, was so fun. Where to find you. Oh yeah. Okay. So on Instagram, we're at berlin.skin and then um, we're at berlinskin.com online. And then we're in like over 50 retailers around the country. And so if you can oh. shop locally, you can find a store on our website if you want to check out our products in person. Awesome. So Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thanks, you guys. I really appreciate you having me. Such a good time. All right, Shakers, thank you so much for listening. We had so much fun with Monica, and we are so sorry about the slight technical difficulties we had with the audio. Kind of like we had mentioned in the show, you live and you learn, you make some mistakes, and you grow from it. My mistake is I definitely should have stopped that recording because I wasn't sure what was happening with our equipment. But you know what? We got our point across, and I think it was still an amazing episode, and her audio was loud and clear, which is way better than our audio. I mean, come on. So again, so sorry about this technical difficulties and we hope you guys still enjoyed the show. We had so much fun with Monica. Um, again, like I had mentioned before, you can use salt the code salt and pepper for 20% off your purchase at berlinskin.com. Everything will be linked below in the show notes. Um, also, make sure and follow them on Instagram if you want to see the most aesthetically pleasing, minimal, beautiful, classy branding, which we all know you want to. So head below to the link follow them and you can head on over to our salt and pepper podcast instagram page because 
We are doing a giveaway for their entire skincare line, which is $420 worth of skincare products and the best skincare products. So you definitely don't want to miss out. Um, If you had a second, subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know what you thought about the show today, except for maybe the audio just today. Um, And we will make sure and read your review. We love seeing what you guys have to say. Join our Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. We love to see you guys there. We love to hang out. And you can also follow us personally at Olivia Crint and at It's Lisa Brosser. So again, thank you so much for listening this week. And we can't wait to shake it up with you guys next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.